Hello and welcome back to part two of this leadership podcast series. I am Jordan Gifford or Jojo and in this second part I want to talk about my leadership action plan that I formed around my general interest in our society's view and treatment of women and this is really important to me being a woman of our generation obviously since I am here talking to you. I'm not a ghost. Not a ghost, unfortunately. That would be fun, though. Anyhow, let me stay on topic. I'm going to talk about society's view and treatment of women and how I plan to change this and how I think we can together change this. And so all great action plans start with a goal or a vision. So let's jump into what I want society and life to look like in the next eight years. So, yes, I chose eight years because I think that 10 years is too much time and five years is not enough time to implement enough change. So a good compromise is eight. Plus, I love the number eight. It makes me happy. Anyhow, my vision is this. For every woman or woman to be judged and treated based on her character rather than her gender or appearance. So... With this, I have come up with four simple action steps that I believe society needs to address in order to make this vision become a reality. So step one, we need to evaluate ourselves. So we each need to be conscious of the language that we are using and think about what we are saying before we say it. So for instance, stopping yourself before using words like slut, thought, ho, you get the idea. I don't like saying those words out loud and don't understand why they are used but these words are specifically targeting women based on their appearance or how they are acting and fun facts or I guess just facts since I don't think it's fun um, in the English language alone there are more than 20 words that attack female sexuality 20 and we cannot expect, expect to see progress if We ourselves continue to use these extremely offensive and derogatory words. So I encourage you to rethink before you say something and maybe pick a different word or just let everyone be their own person and just to each their own. So this brings me to step two. Let's be aware of our surroundings. So this sounds a bit vague, but what I mean by this is that if you hear somebody say something offensive or derogatory, call them out. Politely, of course. Don't make a scene or be rude because that won't go over well. So be polite, but do make it clear that it's not okay or acceptable to say what they had just said. And most likely, if they are a human being and have feelings, they will then take a step back and realize that, yeah, that wasn't the nicest thing, and then hopefully they'll think twice before saying it again in the future. Although we cannot control what other people do, if we start having a standard for what is and is not acceptable, we can then start to fade these words out from the vocabulary of society, and that will itself start to shape on how we view each other and how we judge each other and hopefully judge each other less. Which brings me to R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect. Aretha Franklin knew exactly what was missing from our society, and that is respect. How can we expect to make progress if we do not respect each other for the individuals that we are? And I think that we should start teaching this in the classroom, like in elementary school and middle school, and 
we should do this by, first of all, stop telling young girls that they cannot wear leggings or tank tops with straps that are less than three inches wide because it is distracting to their male peers. And yes, I am talking about dress code, and yes, I am aware that this is a controversial issue, but so is my action plan. So instead of focusing on what everyone is wearing, let's instead teach everyone at a young age that every single person deserves respect no matter what they are or are not wearing. And yes, I think it's not okay for somebody to show up not wearing any clothes, but I don't think it's okay to tell somebody they can't wear something because it will affect somebody else because they are just a distraction or their body is a distraction or they being a woman and having boobs, a butt, having certain aspects of your figure that are publicized in the media and emphasized, which I will get to in my next step. But I don't think that's okay, especially if we are telling young girls this to cover up because of that. And so we should not be telling girls or guys to cover their butts by wearing a long shirt or dress over their leggings because their butt is distracting to male students. And I don't see this as uh, an acceptable reason for schools to use to implement dress code. So I think that until schools come up with a better reason, or if we can find another way to say this in the school dress code or in the bylaws of the school, then we need to, I think that we just need to rethink this and start cultivating a new aspect of respect and start cultivating that in our schools and with younger children so that they can learn it from a young age. And yes, I do think that we should start implementing this early on. However, I also think that there's a lot we can do right now in for people that like myself that have already gone through this and have already been told that I'm not allowed to wear something. I think that we still have a lot that we can do today and I'm talking about the media. So step four is the media. Whether we like it or not, the media has a great influence on society and often shapes how we view other people and how we think about certain issues or situations. And at this point, you probably know exactly where I'm going with this. And yes, it is how the media portrays women. Companies have been known to Photoshop images of women to give them smaller waists, larger breasts, plumper lips, longer legs, bigger butts, and honestly, I could sit here for days listing off ways companies alter our our bodies to make us look more, and I use in quotes, beautiful, because beauty is different for each individual, and that is a personal, personal view on what you think beauty is, and again, I say to each her own because we all have different views, and so... With this, the first company that comes to my mind is Victoria's Secret, and they have been known to do everything and more of what I had just described and listed off to you a couple minutes ago or a couple seconds ago. Um, And if you actually take a look through their website or one of their magazines or handouts or even go in their store and look at their walls and their advertisements, you'll notice that the bra and lingerie company has a very specific image in their heads of what is, and I again use quotes, of what is beautiful and what is sexy. Their narrow view of what it means to be beautiful or sexy has led them to only choose models that fit into this very small boxed image and have they have therefore turned away many models like 
those models with disabilities, the models that are plus size or models that are transgender. So not having a diverse group of what is, or a diverse showing of what they think beauty is. And that goes into everything that we read, everything that we see. And how do we think that we, how do we think younger generations and younger children see this? It's not good. If they think that's what beauty is, that causes a bunch of mental health issues, body issues. It can cause eating disorders. It has a bunch of effects that the company is likely not thinking about because they're just trying to sell their brand. And so I'm hoping this makes you think about what you're buying. And I know this made me really mad when I started to open my eyes and realize that I was supporting this company by buying products from them but then I realized that I don't need to I can support other companies that do align with my values and that do have a diversity of models and do have a wider view of what beauty is and I can do this by just simply shopping elsewhere and luckily I'm not the only one feeling this way because in the last five years or so companies such as Third Love and Aerie have come up have come about and have blatantly stated how they refuse to edit their pictures and that all bodies are beautiful and worthy. And now that is something I can support. And so I have been starting to go there and looking into more of their vision and what they're seeing and comparing it back to Victoria's Secret. And there is a huge contrast on just values and human decency that is somehow gone under the radar for so many years and so this reminded me that we do not have power over the media per se but we do so let me rephrase that we don't control what the media puts out there but we do control what we ourselves consume and because we are the consumers we buy what they produce so if we don't buy what they produce they're going to either have to shift what they're producing or they're going to go out of business because if they don't have any consumers, they're going to run out of money and they're not going to have business. And that's what they're in it for. They're in it for consumers. So if we start to speak out and say, I'm not buying this because you are, you have a very narrow view of beauty or you do not align with my values, hopefully they'll start shifting their view and go, huh, okay, yeah, the public doesn't like what we're putting out. Maybe we should change our focus. So I encourage you to think about this and to start paying attention to the companies you are supporting through your purchases and knowing that what you buy is basically what you buy you're giving that company your signature of approval and your stamp of approval and letting that company know you're okay with what they're doing and so basically step four is about paying attention to who you are and what you are supporting through your purchases purchases and magazine conscriptions And to wrap things up, I just want to say that we each have the ability to create change and start making an impact on our communities, and it takes very little effort to do so, and I hope that someday we can walk in a world where everyone is treated with kindness and respect for being a human, despite their clothing, appearance, or gender. Thank you for listening, and remember to smile. Have a great one.